Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for being with us this morning. Hope your Sunday's off to a good start. And this morning, once again, I have my beautiful bride, Martha, with me. Martha, thank you for once again being here today. And thank you for once again asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week we talked about things we saw God do in 2022 and then mentioned a need coming up in 2023. And it was really just a week of just praising God and just thanking Him for all that we had seen Him do last year. He's always moving. He's always working. Whether we see Him or not, Mm -hmm. He's always working. And this week, we want to share with you some exciting things that God is doing overseas. Because again, Love in Action is Love in Action International Ministries, where we do so much here at home because this is home. And this is where we need to be doing a lot of ministry at. But the Word of God tells us to go into all the world, and that's where the international part comes in. And so to be obedient to God, we also are in other countries where we work with indigenous pastors to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk about that this morning. But before we do, Martha, would you once again open us up in prayer? Yes. Again, Heavenly Father, we just come and just praise you and thank you just for who you are this morning, Lord. And we thank you that um, that you're just a God of no boundaries, God, no matter where we're at, no matter where our brothers and sisters are at, all around the world, Father, you care for each one. So we ask that you just minister to our brothers and sisters, Lord, all around this world today, the missionaries all around the world today, Father, and uh, minister through them, love through them, God, encourage them. I know sometimes it's difficult for our brothers and sisters in these uh, different countries, Father, where Christianity is not exactly accepted. So, Lord, I ask you just to uh, minister to them, minister through them. God, encourage them today, Father, and be with them. And, Lord, just, uh, again, uh, glorify yourself to this uh, radio program today, Father. And may you be honored and glorified and just bring people to you and glorify yourself in this as we submit ourselves to you, Father, and speak through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sometimes people will ask, why do you go to other countries for? Well, because we're told to, we're commanded to by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His great commission, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, Jesus tells tells all of us who are followers of his, he says, all power and authority has been given unto me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. And when he uses that word nations, that's, that's ethnic groups. That's how it's translated. And so that's ethnic groups all over the world. And we have ethnic groups right here in Dothan and the Wiregrass. But then there's groups all over the world, and over 43% of the population is unreached with the gospel. So that means we got work to do. And there are unreached people groups in these countries where we are so blessed to come alongside indigenous pastors and help them to spread the gospel and, and other work that we do, like we do here at Love and Action, where we're able to provide food and, and help children uh, with the orphanage, and we'll get into that. But it's just it's exciting to see God move all over the world. And thanks to people who give specifically for that, uh, financially, we're able to do things over there in other countries. And those other countries are the Philippines, the southern Philippines, uh, on an island called Mindanao. We are in China, Myanmar, Thailand, Nepal, Pakistan, India, and right here in our backyard, Haiti. And it's exciting and humbling to, to be able to come alongside these pastors and work with them. And you have heard a couple of them here on Sunday Morning with Love and Action over the years, uh, Pastor Sue Hale. 
uh, from Pakistan. And I've had him on here before uh, talking about what God's doing over there. And Brother Pierre Lucian with Give Us Hope Mission uh, uh, in Haiti and just a wonderful ministry partner there uh, who's doing great work. And we're able to work with those two plus the, the other countries that I mentioned to spread the gospel among the lost, but we especially the, the unreached people groups. When you're able to share the gospel with somebody who's never heard it before, and Martha and I have done that, and God's given us those opportunities, it's just awesome. And it's awesome when you see them, that they light up, when they realize there's a God that loves them that much, and that there's salvation for them. And it's phenomenal because, just like anybody else, they're on their way to hell without Jesus. So we get to present Jesus to them and give them that opportunity, just like we do here at home, to give their lives to Jesus. The international side of this ministry is just so exciting because there's so much going on. There's so much to do as well. And we're just so blessed to have these indigenous pastors and in, in the other countries that we get to work with. It is exciting to know this place, there's times we've traveled to these other, to these places, not all of them, but most of them we have traveled in. And it's just meeting the people there and seeing their hunger and the fervency and desire for Jesus uh, so much more than, than we do here because they are literally depending on Jesus and, and what for their next meal, for their next whatever they need. You know, they're not, they don't have Walmarts and dollar stores and love and actions and <laughs> they're in, in the places that we have. And so we take the stuff to them and to see the love. They don't have a lot in these places that we go, but yet they're so full of love and re- receive us so kindly, so sweetly. It is just a pleasure, an honor, just to uh, be, be able to travel to these well, all these different places and just um, minister to these people and, or minister with our brothers and sisters over there, the pastors and their wives and their the missionaries that are over there. They're just excited. You know, they're just excited to see us when we come and visit them because it encourages them to let them know that, you know, somebody's praying for them, somebody's there, somebody's there to support them. It's just an awesome opportunity to and to see their fervency there of all the people compared to here. You know, I mean, here we're blessed, and sometimes I think we maybe take what we have for granted a bit, uh, or a lot of bit. <laughs> but it, they're just so they're just so excited to see us, and I mean, it's their fervency for Christ. Ken and I often come back from these the countries, the travels, and. Um, we say, Lord, I wish we could we'd have that fervency for Christ here. And um, Lord, let us be a catalyst for that. And um, and I think the uh, discipleship courses that we that we're teaching is, is a part of that, of stirring up that. But um, it's also good that, um, you know, this, this past year, we've had Jim, we, you've heard us refer to Jim and Keitha. I think maybe Jim has been on here maybe a few times. Yes. Um, that Jim and Keitha. Uh, Landley now are, are part of, uh, they've always been a part of Love in Action, but they're actually, I guess you could say, on staff at Love in Action. And they're the directors of our, what we call the 1040 Window Ministries, the international part of our ministries. And that is just an exciting time because uh, Jim, I mean, Keith is a nurse, and Jim has been, he's, he has ministered on the mission field for years, many years. So we've been on mission trips with them. They are just a wonderful couple, and uh, it's just an exciting to have them on board on part of our international ministries. Ken, won't you share about that, about all that, what they're going to do? And Yes, that. that came about, well, o- over the summer last year, 
Jim and Keith that came back, they're serving in Thailand right now. They were in Myanmar previously, but then the pandemic hit and the military coup happened in Myanmar and they, they had to leave, but they're in Thailand now. They came home over the summer and stayed with us the entire summer, which was a blast. And uh, Martha and Keith actually survived being under the same roof with Jim and me. <laughs> we are brothers from a different mother. It, uh, uh, just We just had a wonderful summer and talking with Jim put this idea before him and we met with our board of directors here at love and action and they all loved the idea and in october jim and keith came on board and you know there's so many exciting aspects to this one on the financial side because you always think about finances when you do ministry because you want to be good stewards uh, first of all we could never afford people with this kind of experience overseas jim's over, over 20 years uh, on the mission field and, and keith has been to many different countries as well we couldn't afford somebody like that but Jim and Keith aren't your everyday, I don't know how to put it, everyday. Uh, worldly. Worldly, yeah, minded. they're not worldly. That's right. a good way to put it. And the, the cool thing, too, is they, they were already being supported as missionaries by uh, people who were given to love and action to support them. And so, you know, people would give and say, this is for Jim and Keith, and we'd send it to them. And so they already have a support that's coming in. And so it's not like we're adding on a lot of finances right. to make this happen. We're not, because the support is already there. And so that's exciting. What this is going to do is just take our international ministries and just really kick it into high gear because... I do, I'm blessed to spend a lot of time emailing, chatting with our pastors overseas, but I'm not there. And when we go overseas, we help them, yes, we come alongside them and and we preach the gospel and that attracts people because where we go, people haven't seen an American and in some of these countries, they hadn't seen white people. And so that's just uh, just an attraction, you know, and it's right. it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so people come, and we get to share the gospel. And we got we got stories about how God used that, just that. Hey, I want to go see what this American has to say uh, to lead so many people to the Lord. And when we're there too, we also are teaching discipleship and we're training. Like we've had a number of pastored missionary conferences in, in the Philippines and mm-hmm. discipleship training in Myanmar, discipleship training in India. So we've been able to do that, but only. For a little while there, we were going twice a year, in the spring, in the summer, but we haven't been overseas since about 2018. Yeah. I think it was the last time we were able to, to go overseas. And we're praying we'll be able to go this year, but we'll, we'll see what the Lord wants to do. But with Jim and Keitha being there in Thailand, which is very centric to where all of our pastors are at, then they can go to these different countries and bring in that pastoral training that the pastors need, bring in that discipleship training that the people need. And we saw that take place already in in November. Jim and Keitha went to India, where we all four of us went together and did some great discipleship training, the the DM squared, which uh, disciples making disciple makers. And they took that and just did wonderful with it. Going into rural villages and reaching the unreached people groups there in those mountainous regions, especially in Andhra Pradesh, uh, India, and just really doing a phenomenal job of leading people to the Lord and now being able to make disciples. Because when I was first talking with Pastor Prasad, our lead pastor over there, I asked him, how do you do discipleship there? And he says, we don't know how. And that's when Jim and I looked at each other and said, we need to go. And so the four of us went and we had just had an awesome time. But now with Jim and Keitha on board and living in Thailand, they're able to, to travel to these other countries easily, and they, they did to India. 
and it was just a wonderful trip and a much needed trip and so much happened within that week's time and currently right now well no, it was last week the last week of uh, December and the first week of January they were able to go to Myanmar uh, actually got a visa to Myanmar which was a a huge blessing. And they were able to meet for the first time our pastors over there, Pastor Saeng and Pastor Mong and Pastor Ng, which are mm-hmm. precious, precious men of God. And they were able to meet Brother Solomon, who is one of the graduates from our college over there, Grace Theological College yeah, that we sponsor. Awesome. They were also able to visit our orphanage over there. Mm-hmm. We have an orphanage called the Gapi Home. And Pastor Saeng and his wife uh, lead that and take care of those precious children. There's 12 children uh, there at the Agape Home and they were able to meet them and then able to do a lot of teaching, a lot of training, uh, also with the students at Grace Theological College there in Yangon. So you see the benefit of them. They've already been able to take two trips and it's very cheap for them to travel from Thailand to <laughs> India or Thailand to Myanmar because mm-hmm. it's like right next door and able to do that and just to bring that teaching, to bring that discipleship. As you know, here in the U.S., we are pretty spoiled with the fact that those type of opportunities are every week pretty much. Somewhere in this country, there's a conference going on, there's training going on that doesn't take place in countries like Myanmar, where it's ruled by the military, or in in places like India, where Christianity is under attack, or in Pakistan which is one of the most persecuted countries in the world for Christians. Mm -hmm. And to be able to go into these countries and bring that type of training and also to preach the gospel because they they also obviously preach when they're they're there as well. It's just great. And plus, we know Jim and Keitha extremely well. So we know the work that they do is top notch. Uh, because they've trained us a lot yeah, in discipleship. You know, I, I consider right. Jim my mentor, actually. Mm-hmm. And for them to be on board like this is just phenomenal for this ministry. But even way past this ministry, it's phenomenal for the, the kingdom of God because of the work that we can now do and do better and do more of. And I think it encur- and I know it does, encourages our brothers and sisters over in these countries like you said, they don't get much training like we do here. So not only does it give them an encouragement to get the training, but it also is, I think it's even more of a, hey, we know you. We, I mean, they know we know them, but it's just more of an encouragement to see someone. Say, hey, make that communication. A communication even, Alex, that I know y'all communicate regularly. But anyway, but it's just a, a encouragement just for the for the training, for one thing, so they can have moral tools, uses, as you say, <laughs> tools to uh, spread the gospel. But then it's just like they feel like a part of some, even more so because when you can physically lay your eyes on someone, you know, it just it helps just to uh, have that physical connection with someone like that too. Another great thing too is they are well trained in uh, humanitarian relief. Uh, that's right. That's There's right. always something going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked last week, always something going on here in the U.S., whether it's the economy, whether it's a pandemic or whatever. But in these countries, there's always something going on too. Mm-hmm. It, it may be, you know, bad flooding like Pakistan experienced uh, late last year. Uh, um, it may be in Nepal where where people are in the mountains, the rural areas are starving and we're able to, to help with that. And so, but they are uh, well-trained in doing that as well. And so that's why I said earlier that we couldn't afford somebody like this. Right. <laughs> if we, and, and so, you know, God just worked it all out. So we're able to do more overseas and we just can't be thankful enough 
for Jim and Keith Landley and for the work that, that they're doing overseas. And we get to work together and talk often, uh, on, usually on Facebook Messenger. We can video and chat with each other and see what all is going on, and they ask what's going on back home. It's a wonderful opportunity for Love and Action to reach more of the unreached people groups and to bring that discipleship training to them. And the thing about overseas, let me get going, let's go into just a little bit more detail on these countries for those who, who aren't familiar with the international side of Love and Action. Since 2012, really, 2011, that was our, our first trip uh, overseas, and, it, and that basically launched uh, the international side. We, uh, when Mike Schroeds and I founded this ministry, we knew international was supposed to be part of the title. We didn't know why. And he actually took the first international trip when he went to India uh, to do a pastor's training. And I think that was like in 2000, gosh, I'm bad with time. It was uh, 2008, I was gonna say somewhere eight, in that neighborhood. Eight or nine, somewhere in there, yeah. But then since 2011, uh, we've been going overseas, and God's opening doors for us to meet more and more uh, these amazing indigenous pastors and take trips over there and take people with us so they can also get a taste of international ministry and, like, living in the book of Acts when we go on these on these trips. Oh, yeah. And it's just phenomenal. But we uh, really the first country we, we started concentrating on that the Lord led us to was, was the Philippines. And people may think, well, the Philippines is a pretty reached country. And very true it is until you get down to the very southern part of the Philippines where the island called Mindanao, which Martha, when we land in Manila and the Filipinos there say, where are y'all going? And we tell them Mindanao, what do they say? Oh, no, 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 no. You, you no, no go there. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Dangerous, dangerous. No, no. <laughs> they they think we're going to a resort area uh, because we're Americans. Yeah. But no. Mindanao, there's uh, Islamic faction or factions that have been down there in the southern tip. And the Philippine military and uh, the, the Muslim influence there have been fighting each other for eons. Yeah, yeah. And there's different factions down there, including ISIS and, and many other terrorist groups. But at the same time, there are so many just wonderful people there. And we go down there and just feel at home every single time. And it's like it's like August every time we go there. It feels like (laughs) it's very tropic. We started going there the first time to teach, uh, to lead a pastor's conference. And you taught the the, the wives. Mm -hmm. And and I was able to, to teach the pastors and the missionaries. And we did so many outreaches with them and just fell in love with them. And they fell in love with us. And we kept going back mm-hmm. and just, man, God's just planted so many churches through Love and Action down in the Philippines and so many just different needs being met, you know, from food to reaching out to the orphans, reaching out to children. Bibles. Uh, Bibles, yes, uh, glasses, mm-hmm. um, uh, hymn books even. Yeah. And just, just so many different things. And then sponsoring pastors as well. And, and there's there's always more uh, opportunities to sponsor pastors uh, in all of these countries that we're in. And so it really started with the Philippines. And you and I never thought about Asia, did we? No. And man, did we fall in love with Asia. Mm-hmm. And God opened up door to Myanmar and had no idea. Had, actually, had to look at the maps and where's this country at? And oh, it used to be Burma. Okay. And we saw this little tiny country sandwiched there between India and China, 
and you got Tylen right there on the side and realize that about 90 percent 88 to 90 percent of the people are unreached with the gospel and God opened up this door for us to minister to come alongside these local pastors there in Yangon and to be able to sponsor a college then when I say college and I don't think about Troy or University of Alabama or you know something like that yes. it's very very humble yeah. single building and it's bamboo and um, so there's some wood in it. There's some tin. Anyway, yeah, you kind of get the picture. It's yeah. very humbling. But wow, do they do phenomenal training? It averages around 20 students, and they do just four, phenomenal four-year training with these with these young people. And they go back into their their own country, other parts of the country where they're from, and be able to reach people with the gospel. And we have one such pastor who's sponsored by. Um, someone who actually lives in Headland, I believe it is, who sponsors monthly. And, man, this young man and his wife and their children live in an extremely poverty part uh, of Myanmar. Of course, most of it is. But, man, the work they're doing is so phenomenal. And they went through that training, or he did. We went through that training at Grace Theological College. And we were there when he graduated. Mm -hmm. yes, and was an honor. it was a huge <laughs> honor. And so... Then we have that orphanage that I talked about, mm -hmm. uh, the Gapi home. And those children are just so precious. And now they know that there's a God in heaven that loves them and that there's a Savior named Jesus who wants to save them. And they give their lives to the Lord, and, and they get to know that they're loved. And there's so many children from here in the U.S. to all over the world just really don't know what love is. And they're experiencing the love of Christ each and every day. And they're eating well, they're clothed, they're going to school, and it's just exciting to see God work in these children's lives. And and we go go to visit them, they'll sing songs about the Lord, and it's just it's just phenomenal. They're being taken care of so wonderfully. And then in uh, in India, that we, that I, as I mentioned earlier, we went there with Jim and Keith and mm -hmm. did that training, a lot of training. We did a lot of uh, preaching the gospel and. It was just, um, again, we just fell in love with the Indian people and with Pastor Prasad and his family particularly and uh, the group of pastors there. And India is just a country that's, you know, there's over like 10 million gods there. And, you know, they're all fake. They're all idols. And we get to tell them about the one true God who loves them. Right. And then, of course, Pakistan for the past 10 years with uh, Pastor Suhail, who, who is here with us now. Uh, the, the pastors there in Pakistan just doing wow. The work they do is incredible. Wow, yeah, because yeah, their lives are literally on the line each and every day mm -hmm. uh, to preach the gospel in that country. And then God opened the door in Nepal to where we we can now reach those in the Himalayas and the little tiny villages where they've never been reached before. And we've been been blessed to do some humanitarian work there as well. And the great thing about humanitarian work is when you do it in the name of Jesus, then that opens doors for the gospel. And I remember our, our lead pastor there, Pastor Kresh, he said these people were saying, it was during the pandemic, people mm -hmm. were saying, nobody has helped us and we're starving, but you come and you help us and you give us food. Tell us about this Jesus you mentioned. Right. We want to know more. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people come to the Lord through that. And, and then there's a underground pastor, if you will, in China that uh, we know and love and have, have visited. And he's, wow, the work he does. Uh, I'll start crying if I start talking uh, about all the work that, that he does for the Lord. And so you, 
see over in Asia, God really has opened up a lot of doors. And then right here in Haiti, right in our backyard, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, when we met Pierre and Lori Lucian and just fell in love with them, their hearts for Jesus, their hearts for people, and, and the work being done in Haiti, um, wow. Voodoo priests getting saved, gang members getting saved, children who are starving enough being fed, orphans being taken care of. It's just, it's a phenomenal experience. And when you live for God, He's gonna, you're going to have those experiences. And, you know, people can help us by giving financially uh, to, to work in these countries. And so, and thankfully, we have people that do give specifically for uh, the international ministries. And if anybody out there is listening and say, hey, I want to I be a part of this, then you can also give. And when you do, just put on, on your memo, your check, or in the description of your electronic gift uh, that it's for international ministries. And that's where it will go to. And if you like to, to give, just you can write a check to Love in Action, P.O. Box 85, Dothan, Alabama, 36301. Or go online, com backslash donate. That's our donation page. You can click on a button to give via PayPal. Or you can also uh, give via the Venmo app. But there's there's so much to do, and we definitely need your help to reach more and more people. And, uh, Martha, we're about to run out of time here, and I've been yapping the whole time, it seems like. But That's okay. <laughs> but um, just, uh, if you will, just again tell people how important it is to spread the gospel in other parts of the world. Well, it's important because, for one thing, he tells us to in the Bible. Like I said, in, in Matthew uh, 28, there in the Great Commission, go. And that's, to, like you said, it's to all people groups. And if, if we don't go, then how are they going to know? How are they going to know? I mean, we've got to be obedient to our Father. So that's when he, it wasn't a suggestion. It was a command that we go. And so we have to. And, yes, we need to share our local, locally here. I mean, we do that. But then our brothers and sisters there all around this world need to know Jesus, too. And know that they're, they're loved. And like you were saying, you know, some of these places, they have other gods. They have so many gods. Or they have just different things that they worship other than our true God. And that's just not right. <laughs> that's just not, that's not the way it should be. And we've got to show them the love of the Lord. We've got to show them who he is so that they also can know who he is and come to that relationship with him and know, know about him. That, and they just don't have the, the means to do these things without someone helping them. And that someone, you know, why not us? do that i mean he's called put it on our hearts to do so so we're going to do be obedient and uh, just like you've helped us here locally we all you also need help internationally because this world needs jesus not just dothan alabama this whole world needs him and so i just ask you i thank you and i I just thank you for for all your help that you have done but i ask you to continue to help here locally but also internationally because this again this world needs jesus so let's let's spread the news amen And let me end with scripture out of the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 14 through 15. The apostle Paul writes, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. We need to tell people who haven't heard, and how are they going to hear if, 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 if this word's not preached to them? And how's, mm-hmm. how's going to preach if a preacher isn't sent or a missionary isn't sent? Right. And so that's that's where you can come into play here, how you can be a part of reaching people for the gospel in other parts of the world who have never heard it before. 
as your financial gifts make that happen, whether it's Jim and Keitha sharing it or whether it's one of our indigenous pastors sharing it because you gave. And like, for example, we're able to buy a motorcycle for a pastor in Pakistan and he can get out to, to more people and share the gospel more. So just all kind of different things we can do to spread the gospel, but we can't do it without you. And that's where it says, how can, you know, how can they preach if they're not sent? So let's send, let's send the gospel to all parts of the world that God opens the doors for us to go to. And let's tell them about Jesus. And, you know, when you give, when you pray, it's like you're right there with Jim and Keith or with Pastor Sang and Myanmar or Pastor June in the Philippines. You're there with them because you allowed them to do what they do. And so please keep us and our brothers and sisters overseas in prayer. And if you're able to give financially to help us overseas, please do. And again, note on your check or on your uh, online gift, that is for international ministries. Well, we have run out of time. just want to thank my beautiful bride for joining me once again. Thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) I always enjoy it. And thank all of you for listening today. And if you'd like to listen to Sunday Morning Love and Action, uh, past editions that we've done in the past, or you want to listen to this one again or send it to somebody, you can listen to it on the Love and Action podcast. And you can find the Love and Action podcast pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, like on Audible or Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just look up Love and Action podcast and you should be able to find it. Well, I want to thank you again for being with us today on the radio. And I hope you have a great day today. I hope you have a great week coming up. Remember that Jesus loves you. And I pray, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.